All right. Well, that was Faith. You heard a nice song about Faith. Mm-hmm. Kind of a tough subject for me, but... Uh, yeah, we kind, of, we kind of learned a few things uh, before and during the song, but now we're going we're gonna to shift into a bit of a lighter note. Yeah, once... Once I shake off the week, I like to just get down and have myself a good time on a Saturday night. There ain't no better time to just cut loose and really live your life to the fullest than right there in the middle of the weekend that Saturday night. I mean, you you know you you live in an American work week. Mm-hmm. You're working like a fucking dog. You ain't appreciated. You're just having the whip cracked on you, punching that clock. You are sitting at your ergonomic hellhole, getting your kidneys punched by some middle manager, and hearing fu- another complaint from the HR department about what you said to that new receptionist and or intern. <laughs> Friday night, you can't you you can't even get out of your house because you're too busy talking to lawyers about what you may or may not have done. Mm-hmm. And so Saturday night, though, you turn your phone off. You don't you don't listen to a single lawsuit banging on your door. Ain't no law offices open on a Saturday night. Absolutely, but what are open are. The, the the hot spots of a vibrant city nightlife. Absolutely. I mean, so uh, just just to set the stage, you know, I it's it's six p.m. Mm-hmm. The sun is coming down in my studio apartment. I'm sitting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the edge of my. Got of a great my, view, by the way, uh, of right off. Right off a of red studio apartment, the one window that looks into the alley, you can see rays of sunshine beaming off of the, the, the bare brick walls and dumpsters and fire escape ladders. You can it's hear gorgeous. someone contemplate suicide <laughs> right outside your door, and mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the edge of my twin mattress with no sheets, really trying to bite through the pain of my existence. Mm -hmm. And once I know, I say, hey, that sun's going down. It's time for me to step out and get a little fresh air. That's when when I feel like the uh, irregular red-blooded American likes to go out and really, really live their life to the fullest. But I don't think anybody does that as well as our good man Red Tatum. Oh no! I mean, what I do is I'm out there. I'm out there fully, fully clothed. Um, I'm out there fully clothed mm-hmm. at um, the beginning. Yeah, at the beginning. At the yeah. beginning. Yeah, and, you know, and 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 I have to tell myself. I say, just put on your pants mm-hmm. and and understand that life is worth living. And so I put on my pants and my shirt, and I get out there. But as soon as I smell that nightlife, I'm immediately booking it. It's like Popeye when he opens up that can of spinach. Oh, it's my spinach. <laughs> and has got that spinach, I got- and he is just at superhuman levels of having fun and possibly racking up more lawsuit charges. First thing I'm doing is I'm making an unannounced reservation at a wine and paint. Mm-hmm. And I'm there. I'm trying to catch the 630, uh-huh. right? 
and you're there and you got a sing you got a single seat and you're around a bunch of middle-aged women trying to have their last bit of fun before the sun sets on their life mm-hmm. and you got your own single seat and they're looking at you and they're saying why are you here mm-hmm. and you're saying to them keep your eyes on your own fucking canvas yeah you better Better put your fucking face forward and your paintbrush back up, Deb, before we start some fucking trouble. <laughs> and I'm and I'm sitting there and I'm cursing up a fuck. I'm I'm like the Bobby Knight of wine and paint, like a true artist. I'm sitting there and I'm like, you make a fucking you you don't know how to make a fucking fall picture, mm. you fucking idiot whore. And I'm and I'm talking and that's directed at the man who's teaching the class. Uh. Because let me tell you something. I've done silhouette park benches. Uh. I've done silhouette park benches. Uh-huh. And I and I've seen Deborah do a silhouette park bench. I've seen Rachel do a silhouette park bench. Okay, Mike, your silhouette park bench, you don't know how to do a sunset silhouette park bench. You are fucking full of shit, you <laughs> moron. And that is important. And any art class, especially a wine and paint, you need to assert dominance early on. And and before we even put paint on canvas, I'll say, before you even start, Mark, if this is going to be a sunset backdrop with a silhouette of people and a Mm -hmm. park bench, don't even fucking try, okay? Just do your sunset. Just do your leaves. Don't even have a silhouette because you don't understand silhouettes. And he said, Red, you have got to make reservations. (laughs) You're sitting in someone's seat. And I say, hey, you know what? You're sitting in someone else's seat too. A real fucking instructor. I just want to say that right now, Red's face is beat red, and this is about five percent of the energy he brings. I'm furious. Honestly, you will see me, and there's just a low hum uh-huh. when I'm not speaking. It's like a. It's like it's like there's this this kindling rage inside of him that he just can't keep in. It's like. It just smokes out like a chimney, but instead of smoke, it's just a Herman sound. I'm just saying, if you want to capture the romance of a park scene, uh-huh. and you decide that you want the view to be from the back and the sunset in the in the foreground, mm-hmm. and you want the entire thing to be about sunset at a park, learn how to do a fucking silhouette, Mark. And so just how Red, when he gets that first breath of fresh air when he walks outside on a Saturday night, that's his can of spinch. My can of spinch. As I just follow him, <laughs> hang out in the back. I don't even get a, a, a chair. Most people don't even notice I'm there. I just look at Red, tear these <laughs> these students and this artist teacher a new one. Yeah, and that's my can. You speech. you kind of look like if you know in the Spider Man movies uh-huh. when he doesn't have his costume just yet, but he's hung up against a wall and he's like <laughs> in a me. hoodie. That's, that's you. You like I you make were- sure I wear a hoodie and some some big old sunglasses. Yeah, so. I mean, people know who I am, yeah. but they're like, he's just being extra creepy about it. <laughs> he's 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 being pre-costume Spider-Man. Oh yeah, and and they oh, see because yeah. you're like climbing on tables trying to get up against the wall, so you are like a Spider-Man. Oh yeah, and so you know, like we, a Spider-Man with a spinch. <laughs> and so, and they say, and they say, hey, Red. Uh-huh. They also say Gus. Admit it, they do. They, say, they, they, they do. Say Gus. Sometimes individuals, they they used to it now. They say Red and Gus. They say Gus together to save time. And I get appreciate your fingerprints that. off the wall. You're not connected to the wall. You don't have little spider things connecting you to the wall. Mm. They say, "Hey, guys." And then I say, "Look, look, I got, 
Um, I don't got spider things, but I got scotch tape, and it's holding me up for two seconds. Explain that. Explain that. <laughs> and Mark has a hard time. Most of them can't explain it because they're deep in the Spider-Man canon, mm-hmm. but Mark can't. Mark can't do a lot of things. Mark can't do a lot. Okay, let me tell you something. Mark can't even completely or successfully file a restraining order yeah, against Mark, us. Mark, Take that, Mark, you Mark, son of a bitch. If you're going to file a restraining order, sweetheart, mm. let me explain something to you. You are in Liberty Station. You need to file the restraining order in Liberty Station. I know you live in Claremont. The police office at Claremont don't have nothing to do with Pinwall's pallet mm-hmm. in Liberty Station, you yeah. dumb fuck. That's right, but you ain't even going to... We're giving you advice on how to successfully file a restraining order against the both of us, but you ain't even going to listen to us. I've because when you, you hear our voice, it emotionally triggers you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. hey, stop crying. When you, hear, when you see us come in, stop crying. Yeah, Mark. We have a million dollar ideas. What about my idea where it's, hey, we vote someone out every five minutes? Uh-huh. You just you just tore that one up. You yeah, said absolutely you, you not. You say, hey, let's page. just focus on painting. Also, get off the walls, Gus. We don't live. We're, our ideas are great. What about thick brush, deep throat? Mm-hmm. That's the best idea. Why did you kick me out when I said thick brush, deep throat? They some go together di- hand in hand, some Mark. Some people did it, Mark. Some people did it, and they had fun. They had fun, Mark. Why did you stop them, Mark? And to be truth be told, when I said thick brush, deep throat, I saw you look at your brush. Mm-hmm. You thought about it. You didn't. You didn't immediately think, no, that's crazy. Because in your in your maybe not in your head, but in your heart, you know it is a great idea. And what about drink everyone else's wine? Uh huh. Yeah. What, what about that idea? The, if you're just gonna sip on it, you ain't drinking it right. You're not drinking it. You gotta pound that. If you're sipping your wine, that tells me you don't like it so much. Yeah, you gotta you gotta make sure that if you got some Pinot Gris, you gotta knock back that Pinot Gris. You knock it out before I get my hands on mm. it. And you got whether you got a Pinot, whether it is Gris or Noir, you gotta knock that sucker down, or else Red is gonna knock it down for you. Absolutely, absolutely. You you think that I'm gonna really tap in? To making tree leaves Bullshit. if I don't have your grigio in my gullet? Bullshit. Come on. Come on, Mark. You gotta gotta get a good mix of the Pinots, the Grigio and the Noirs. Yeah. I, I, mix them. Mark? Uh, so when when you're painting, you, you just you just use one color, Mark, or do you use multiple and mix them together and make a beautiful tapestry of of sensations and visual representations of what we see with our eyes, but what we perceive with our hearts? It's exactly, call, it's, it's the latter. It's called a palette, Mark. It, and if you weren't so busy uh, apologizing to us because you're sad your wife died, mm-hmm. oh boo, fucking but, who, Mark? Honestly, Mark. Boo-hoo. Honestly, Mark. Read the room, okay? Read the room. No one wants to hear it's it. It's a Saturday night. It's not awake. Yeah, Red doesn't want to yell at you and emasculate you and make you shake and cry every Saturday night. Yeah, I don't want to do that. But he has to. But I, I honestly, honestly, Mark, I got to say, mm. I feel like you're my son, right? I he, feel don't, like, he, don't, he doesn't say it to everybody. No, I feel like, I feel like you're, you're my son. In the sense that, like, I don't have, I don't have kids, but, so I have to use all the things that I would do as a father on you, and I'd say, "Stop your crying, mm. stop your crying," okay? And that 
That is the most loving thing a father can say that, to their son. Absolutely. Is to look him straight in the eye, hold him, both their shoulders, yep. and just shake them and say, hey, stop your crying. Yeah. Cut it out. And stop when, your crying. I want to see them eyes dry. And when I shake you, why do you tell me to stop? Mm-hmm. That's just another complaint. It really is. Again, actions speak louder than words, Mark. And we have not yet seen a successful restraining order, so we know that you don't have the actions to back up how you really feel. I gotta be honest, I've never seen you complain wine, wine and paint night mm. without you either crying or kicking us out or or just pretending you're dead. <laughs> you sack of dog shit. The nights where you pretend you're dead. I mean, I appreciate the creativity. No, absolutely. Wrong. But then I just. But it's like I then know I just I'm... steal all the pinots, the Grigias, and the Noirs. Yeah, yeah. Which, Jokes on you. Yeah, I'm, I, don't get me wrong. I do it eventually, but I just when I see you lying on the floor, kind of like twitching, like you're trying to make us think that that's like an involuntary movement. But we know it's voluntary. It's yeah, not, it's not not it's vol- involuntary. You volunteered. You volunteered. When I see that, I just, I'm just going to go straight for the prize. I'll say, you know what? If you're going to be on the ground, I'm going to be up here. Oh, yeah. Stealing everyone's drinks. Mm-hmm. Having fun. And uh, there are repeat students who come to your class. Not all of them. Just a couple. Yep. Just just Deb and who's that other one? Uh, you're talking about Alice Cooper? Alice Cooper. <laughs> you talking about Alice, Alice Cooper? Alice Cooper fucking loves us. Alice Cooper, he spends the first 15 minutes trying to fight us just to test his weight. Uh-huh. But truth be told, you know, even though we are, as confirmed, 90-year-old men, mm-hmm. he's, a little too, he's a little too old for us. He is, he is. And especially by this point, we've both had our uh, heavy doses of spinch. Yeah, I mean the night is our spinach, and we're we have full doses. Yeah, we we've got uh, uh we're chock full of vitamin spinach, and but, we can we can just take on uh we can take on a, a, a boxing heavyweight at it, that point. Oh yeah, I mean so we get Cooper ninety years be damned. We put Cooper's ass down, and he appreciates it. Oh, I, I, I kind of think he likes it. Oh, he loves it. He yeah. said, "Hey, just give me a good fight." Then he did this. Hey, can y'all? That's one, his one, We could night. actually both y'all come and and uh, make love to my wife tonight, and we. <laughs> Uh, we're we're pretty pretty blackout drunk at this point, yeah. so we, we we can't that evening. But I've been meaning to take him up on it. I think oh, he I just sh- wants to get cooked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I said, brother, take a number. Also, I need to take a number too because I also like to get cooked. Mm. It's a never ending circle. What good man worth his salt does not like a good old cooking every now and then? Really makes you appreciate what you got. Yep. You don't know what you got till it's gone is about cooking. I really feel like I didn't I didn't connect with Red until he cooked me. Yeah. It was one of those strange things where we cooked each other uh-huh. at the same time. Yeah. You know, and that's when we knew, hey. Like, we, we were already at least acquaintances, maybe, uh, possibly like loose friends, but once that happened, I thought, we yeah. are bonded for life, brother. I mean, put it put it in terms of this way, is that he was a ad executive on Madison Street, and I was kind of like a secretary of his. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and then we said, hey, you know, we've at this point cucked each other. Let's jump into country, mm. you know. I've never even heard... One country song in my life by this point. Having grown up in in Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah. And, and gone straight 
to Harvard, where uh, where that's, I uh, also was. Yeah, that's that's where that's where me and uh, Red we initially met. We we're both on the road team, had I mean, our own we individual did, we, we trust funds. Yeah, we we had our individual trust. To be clear, they were not joined. We're not poor people. Mm-hmm. We had our own individual fund. But he we, was. We are individually self-made individual men and people. It, it, right. Yeah. And so he was at the front of the boat, and uh-huh. I was at the back of the boat. So we didn't get to really. I, I was I was good at directing. He was really he just he was like that anchor who could just really give it that final. I push. got a body like a thumb, and uh-huh. it's just pure muscle. And so you're, I'm just move, I'm just a caboose. Type. And I'm I'm just built like a like a greyhound who knows how to race in a boat. Right. <laughs> You're like a, yeah. Like, like, like if you, you know t- those if you like made a greyhound into like a mermaid. I'm a, I'm a mermaid greyhound. Yeah, you, you've seen those greyhounds where you're like, hey, that one needs that one belongs in a boat. Common be breed. Yeah. Common. I feel like if you've seen a greyhound off the street, it's 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 probably one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so yeah. and so I was at the I was at the back. He was at the front. Mm. And so. You know, we didn't really we, we we didn't really get to much acquaintance until I became his secretary. Yeah, we had we had like a handful of uh, other uh, uh, crewmen between us, so we couldn't really talk. Yeah, I mean, you don't. That big, it's a big boat. The only way you talk to each other is via telephone. Yeah, and so I whisper something into the guy's ear, and they whis- and they just whisper all the way up to the front. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm saying like, "Hey, how 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 you doing, Gus?" By the time it gets to him, it's like. Uh, poo poo Sunday applesauce, yeah. and I kept on wondering while Red kept on wanting to tell me poo poo Sunday applesauce. I was intrigued. Don't get me wrong. I just I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, and it he was, was a man of mystery to me. And it was uh, it was only until when we when we got to uh-huh. uh, you know uh, Madison Avenue and started working up there for th- uh, four to five seasons mm. that I, I you know once he said oh man he's not really saying poo poo applesauce as much as I thought he would yeah, I, I thought I thought that was like his thing I like, I hired him because I wanted his creative input yeah. for our marketing campaigns and I I wanted a heavy dose of poo poo. Uh, uh, poo poo applesauce. Yeah, and you know, and it never came out. So I wasn't cut out for the advertising world. I but was he cut was, out for country, and he was cut out to be my friend. Oh, that's too goddamn sweet. Mm. I feel like you gotta have that in country music because you gotta you gotta have a, a strong a strong bond of friendship to get into country music and to really get out there. And make the most of your Saturday nights. Yeah, and so you know, after about so, our wine and paint lasts about oh god, I I maybe say four or five minutes. Yeah, about it only takes about like fifteen of those minutes to absolutely crush Mark's spirit. Yeah, Mark, here's here's a tip: don't do Saturday nights no more. Oh yeah. Oh no, do them, do them. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're making we're you're, we're making you a better person. Yeah, here's we're, we here's do it because we love you, but we will crush you. Here's the dare, Mark. You. Show up. Yeah, show up. Maybe one of these days we'll be we'll be your dose of spinch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let us be let us be your spinch mm-hmm. and not your starch. Mm-hmm. Right? Let us fill you up the right way. Oh, yeah. Not the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Come on, Mark. So after we go from there, we uh we realize, hey, we we've been drinking a lot. We wanna we wanna get a bite to eat. So we go to our there's a there's a a, a, a local Dessert shop, especially one of the places that has, it's not ice cream, because we're above that. We just cannot get enough 
of gelato. Oh my gosh, I'm a little gelato piggy. Mm-hmm. Piggito. Piggito. That's that is authentic Italian right there. And we we go up there and we say uh uh arriva derce uh dos piggitos uh and uh le, I forget the word sometimes. And you know what? It's in 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 la not uh, gel- gelateria in la gelateria. That's it. And you know what? And they're also confused because they all they all speak Thai because this is a Thai food place. It is. But this is where we want to get our gelato. We're we're trying to to basically start like a guerrilla marketing. Campaign. It's kind of like a guerrilla gentrification. Yeah, in exactly. the sense that we come in and we say if we no, demand it aggressively. <laughs> you are not. A Thai food place. You are a fun gelato place. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've given in and I've had some of their pad ties and some of their curries before. It's delicious, but I want a gelato. <laughs> you know, and I've actually had, you know, it takes about two hours of just strong arming them mm. and shaking the table that apparently belonged to one of their grandmothers <laughs> and just shaking it. And oh, you yeah. will get. A thimble of tiramisu gelato. Yeah, it, it is surprising how just uh, uh, only a couple hours of shaking something that is close and personal to them, <laughs> you will get what you want. You take your finger and you dip it into the ashes of a loved one, and you kind of like rub it on your teeth or gums like cocaine. Yeah. You suddenly see people try to meet your request as soon as possible. Yeah, it, it's it's sort of like if it's like if you had a genie lamp and like you, you, there ain't no genie lamps in real. I tried. I looked. Don't get me wrong, but there ain't no genie lamps where you can just rub it and get your wish granted. But if you get that that loved one ash yeah. on your gums, yeah, like a like a cokehead, yeah, that's pretty close second. It's, to having it's a genie basic, lamp. it's a modern day magic lamp. It really because is. people rush to fix whatever you need because uh-huh. they are tired of watching you consume a loved one. Mm-hmm. It's real. Talk about a life hack. Oh, <laughs> if you want anything, just find the ashen remains of their loved ones, oh. and you you do the math, you. You can get what you want. Absolutely. And so I you know, I, I'm I'm a I'm I've become kind of a gelato snob. Mm-hmm. We have been. Because when we go, uh uh just like any other gelato connoisseur, you don't actually you never like buy a cup or a cone. Yeah. You just get samples of everything. <laughs> and boy, does that completely terrify this Thai family. Oh, absolutely. They have to make up flavors for us. <laughs> I say, you know what? I'm really looking for lavender honey. And they're like, God damn it. You uh-huh. got mint last time. Mm. And I'm like, well, I want lavender honey. <laughs> and then I'm there. I'm like, hey, I just want my regular. I just want some coconut. But can we throw something? You had cashew last time. How about some eggplant this yeah. time? <laughs> Something fun. Yeah, something fun. Something you wouldn't expect yeah. in, in your gelato. Yeah, and and my favorite thing to do is say, surprise me. Oh, yeah. And, and, then, and then once they and get no, it to- nothing, nothing fills their face full of tears more <laughs> than unclear direction as well as the urgency to give us something new or else we will consume more of their loved ones. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes, sometimes what I do... Sometimes what I do is I hold up the urn and I 
And I was like, ooh, feels empty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Feels empty. Oh, yeah. And I shake it, and, and you just, you, you hear screams. And then, boy, do I just get a big bowl of gelato. <laughs> so, we, I we, love we, Saturday nights. <laughs> Saturday nights are the best. This is the part. We, we typically when we tell people about our Saturday night routine, they're they're somewhat lenient about the wine and paint. <laughs> yeah. When we get to this part, usually they are just looking at us with a pale face and an yeah. open jaw, or they've just left the conversation. Yeah. Liberty Station <laughs> is is in this weird kind of dark, morbid somberness when we come through on a Saturday night. It, there's so much to offer. There's so much diversity. It's sort of like there's so much to do there. It's like the uh, it's like the, 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 the sample of all the flavors, but like a location. Yep. Instead of flavors, it's things to do. But it's like we go in there and we piss in all the flavors. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so diverse, but it's yeah. unified with the idea that that we are scary people. Mm-hmm. That we, old Red and Gus are coming in like two ghosts. And we just want to have a good time. And, we, and honestly, we're not there to really shake anything up. We're there to have a good time. But we end up shaking everything Well, up. because what we need is We don't very, mean to, but it happens. And you know what? You know what? You sh- I guess what I would say to that nice Thai family is you shouldn't have made gelato the first time. Oh, yeah. If you didn't... If you didn't give us an inch, we wanted to decide to make us ourselves a ruler. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And this ruler extends forever. Yep. It uh, it's like one of them one of them measuring tapes where you keep on pulling and pulling. Does this thing ever end? No, we do <laughs> oh. not. Keep on making up gelato flavors for us. I don't care if it's something that. Especially some of the, the previously mentioned cashew and, and eggplant didn't really taste good, but at least I know that now. Yeah. My curiosity has been satisfied. I can't wait to see what you order next week. <laughs> don't say. I don't even know yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wait until I get inspired from the uh, nervous and emotional breakdown of Mark. That always that always gives me an idea. <laughs> yeah. That gets my creative juices flowing. What I do is once I get into the Thai place, I kind of, mm-hmm. I can tell, I can kind of peek over the back and see what flavors they have. And I say, and for some reason, I look at the flavors they have and I say, God, those don't seem what I want. I know. It's something about, uh, it's like that forbidden fruit. Uh, if they you know, got I it, you don't want it. a little bit different. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, I've, I've never... I've never had I never had octopus before, and I see that got it. I don't want it anymore because oh, it's over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you ruin my appetite by having it conveniently <sighs> in your store already. I want you to go down to a local farmer's market or a Trader Joe's, wherever you got it. Yep. To source whatever pops in my head. Absolutely, absolutely. Don't tell me the store's closed. <laughs> oh yeah, what a piss poor excuse. <laughs> Come on. Come on. When is that excuse you work on that anybody? You excuse last week. Mm, this is, look, it's it's a Saturday night. Nothing's, other than legal offices, nothing's nothing's closed. Yeah. If you're closed, you ain't doing business. And if you ain't doing business on a Saturday night, you, you should not be in our country. <laughs> you, should, you should move to Canada where they have universal health care and programs to where they... They they like they they check in each other and they're like, hey, how you doing? We don't. I ask, hey, how am I doing? And you know, and 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 to be clear, 
on Saturday nights, we're telling everyone that they don't belong in our country. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, we, the first thing we say to Mark is, you don't belong in our country, Mark. Every <laughs> Convince us otherwise. Every single time. And Mark, I got to say, I'm looking at the rubric. Why are you still in our country? Why are you there? Why are you here? Can't, again, sunset silhouette. Not mm. hard, right? Look, I know you're just trying to make an honest living, but if you can't, put up with our rather reasonable demands, then I don't think you deserve to thrive in this cutthroat corporate economy. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Only the strong may survive. And Mark, you are the picture of fragility and weakness. (laughs) And sensitivity. If we were cavemen, Mark, I would have you gathering berries. And I would and I would put a Hit you with a rock, mm. and I'd take those berries, and I'd taste one. Even if it, I, it could be the the best berry I've ever tasted. I would throw them all to the ground and mash them, and I'd say like, "These taste like my butthole," <laughs> and then I would just watch Red hit you with that rock yet again. Yeah, and we, I mean, so yeah, fuck you, Mark. <laughs> we, that's our. That's what we're trying to say. Fuck yourself, Mark. Go fuck yourself, Mark. <laughs> Idiot. Uh. Well. So, so now that we have t- oh, two bellies full of gelato, mm-hmm. and we're we're still a little tipsy, we get we got some gelato to even us out. Now we want to, we just want to go out and move our bodies. No question, there is no better place to move your body than going to a eight thirty p.m. funeral procession where we jump in as pallbearers. <laughs> Absolutely, you know that. You are at the center of the event. Oh, man. St. Christopher Catholic Church. There is always an 830 funeral for some poor family. Mm. And let me tell you something. You get us coming in there, fucking pushing away uncles or sons, Uh and we are grabbing a coffin and doing squats. Absolutely. We, We, again, we are in our 90s. And at this point, even though we we're at the peak of our strength, and at that, we ha- we both recently had our spinch yeah. at the 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 wine and paint. Yeah, a lot of that is worn off by yeah. this point. It's been a couple hours. Yeah, and so we uh like we're physically there, but it's like if you replace a a, a marble column yeah. with like a like a something that looks like it, but paper mache. Absolutely, that you got two of those trying to hold up a casket. With the remains of your loved one. Yeah, and before we go in there, though, we seem emotionally strong. I Uh I like to go find the person that's probably the closest to the deceased, and I grab them right under the armpit, and I say, Hey, you're being hysterical. Uh And then I say, Let me walk them. Let me walk them over. Yeah, because at this point, like the ones who are the most connected, they're... They're they're at a, understandable. They're they're grieving for their loved ones, so they're in an emotional state, and that's those are the ones you could really just kind of take advantage of the situation. <laughs> yeah, and you just say, "Hey, hey, it's out of your hands." Yeah, they 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 don't they don't know what to think at this point. All they're doing is feeling, and so you just remove them from the situation. Say, All of a sudden, these two old men coming in like fucked up cannonballs. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And that, I, dude, you don't even need to ask. That you pretty with that question, you pretty much answer it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Except again, it's not like a big metal cannonball that can break through a, a ship of like a a Spanish galleon. 
Instead, it is like a, a paper mache ball that if you were to put a weight on uh, something, it just immediately crumples, and whatever object it was supposed to hold a, uh, hold on to immediately hits the ground. <laughs> and boy, does it. But you know what? What? <laughs> You get a walk in, right? And you're getting your squats because you're you're constantly trying to bend down and say, "No, I got it, I got it, I got mm. it, I got it." And then at some point, yep, you're going to drop it. Mm. But when you drop it, that's an opportunity for some good deadlifts. Oh yeah, absolutely. So while we're sitting there and everyone's no, trying, no, no use crying over a spilled casket. Yep. And so we're sitting there and we're just we're at this point we're not even trying to lift it back up. We are just trying to get a good deadlift. No, oh, yeah. You know, and, and we're, we're counting reps. Uh, I look over at Red. If he doesn't go to a complete lockout of the legs, I just say, yeah. Miss Rep. And I'm like, You something, bitch. But I, he knows you got to gotta get that full range of motion for it to count. Absolutely. And, you know, and I appreciate it later. You know, mm. when we're sitting outside the cathedral, I say, Hey, thank you for making me lock out. <laughs> we laugh about it after the yeah, fact. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not the family. They, no. they, they are also. Incapable of filing restraining order. Unlike Mark, they don't know who we are. Yeah. So uh, they're just they're unable to identify us. Right. But uh, but me and Red, we have a good laugh about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We're laughing the whole time. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's I, it, it almost it's some would say the way we laugh during the funeral pro- uh, procession <laughs> is off putting and yeah. uh, tasteless. Well, but I would just say don't design your cathedral mm. for such a good crossfit circuit mm-hmm. and also don't leave so much room after the circuit to play tag with your friend absolutely that tag after the end after we gone through because we're, we're pretty beat yeah our, our hammies and, and gluteals are pretty toasted and you need a cool down you got to cool down and you know what it's like a second wind. It's like we get another can yeah. of spinach. <laughs> no question. Once we, I, once we play tag. Once I hear a priest say, you men are going to hell, <laughs> I, I'm like, yeah, I ACDC, just, turn it up. I just perked up a little bit oh when you said God. that. It just yeah. made me think about oh, it. Oh, man, when you get a, when you get a weird mm-hmm. celibate man mm-hmm. in a dress mm-hmm. telling you that you are going to hell. It's almost like... It's almost like a turn on, like some kind oh of kink. Gosh. Oh, it's like, oh, who's this? Who's who's the lady in black? Yeah, you know, exactly. I was like, I I am going to hell. Thank you, Daddy. They yeah. call him Father, but I say Daddy. Yeah. That is also quite off putting to others. I understand, but yeah. I like it. Nobody likes it when we start putting our moves on the priest. <laughs> nope. You know, and then nope. when when you kind of watch the priest, uh. Kind of, uh, you know, yeah. I guess, I guess take a take his defenses away and kind of yeah. start hitting on us, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of this, it's this meet cute in front of a bunch of people who are grieving a dead person. Mm-hmm. I'm. It's it's an awkward situation, but when you put it, if you were to say put it in smack dad in the middle of a of a yeah. of a script of a romantic comedy, it would just seem. Cute and flattering. Absolutely. And hot take, it 
it's sexy? I think so. And that's why a lot of folks say, hey, looking back to romantic comedies from like the 80s and 90s and earlier, and that's problematic and misogynistic. Yeah. But you're missing the point. You're missing. You're, you're, it's you about s- the connection. You know, that sounds like a lot of Mark speak. It, yeah. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds like, like some Mark would that say. That sounds like something Mark would say. Hey, 80s, 80s romantic comedies don't hold up. Mark, shut the fuck mm-hmm. up. I, uh, I'll take sixteen candles and light you on fire with them, you you little bitch. Oh, I believe I believe that there should have been a female. Go- Mark, there should not have been a female Ghostbusters. Shut uh, up, yeah. Mark. Uh, Mark, go away. Ghostbusters is for four fat men. Absolutely, four overweight, privileged men who want the privilege of hunting ghosts and creepily chasing girls who should by rights be creeped out by them but are for some reason due to the shallow script writing are turned on by their creepy charms now i've i've been in rooms where a ghostbuster is playing they all want fucks that the green one right oh yeah that that's why they call him slimer yeah yeah like why that that <laughs> that's the most arousing term anyone could moniker anyone could throw on any aspect of a sexual encounter is being called a slimer. A slimer, yeah. Oh man, I hope one day I get called a slimer. I mean, it's my favorite of all the positions, all the sexual positions. <laughs> is the slimer? Is that? It's when, it's when you're uh, you're making love to your woman, and all of a sudden, at the the height of passion, you both run into a wall. <laughs> God damn. Oh, yeah. I got to try me a slimer. It's a slimer. You'll, the name will make sense after you do it. What I do, it, the move I pull is is called um, mm-hmm. is called uh, Japanese R-rated cop movie. Oh, yeah. I heard about this one. Never yeah. Done it. It's, it's how, where, how do you do it? Well, it's, you have to start off with a, with a blown-off penis. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you're sitting there, and yeah. you're desperately pulling on the edges of your blown-off penis, uh-huh. trying to make it look more penis-like. Mm. And then someone comes in with a gun and opens fire on you. Oh, man. And, that, that sounds pretty hot. Yeah. Oh, no question. I come fast you know and when i come because i got a little shot sawed off shotgun of a penis i mean it's blasting in all directions oh man right so you're just spreading the love oh man you're shooting it all over you're it's like it's a it's a full omnidirectional spray of cum so where like what so is is yeah Mm, I got so many questions. Like so, like where? Just follow where, me where on YouTube. Okay, just I'll follow me that. on YouTube. I'll follow. I do. Well, you know what? I, I I haven't been following you on YouTube. I don't go on YouTube. I've, here, let me get, let me get on my computer right now. Oh, you some bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're so not even. You're not. You're just now. You're just looking at the board. You're not even doing anything. You're just staring at the board. Well, I can't see the icon to get on YouTube. All I see is these push pins. In this photo of Army Hammer that has on it written IMDB. Yep. Yeah, I can't. I don't, I don't see where. <laughs> I don't see where the YouTube. You're gonna have to get yourself is. a new computer. I don't. I think this is a, this is a good computer. You're going. Nope. I and I disagree with you. 
what you are have in front of you is actually not, in fact, a computer. It's corkboard with one picture on it and things you've drawn, and you need to address that in your brain. <laughs> I think I think you're being too harsh. I know I'm not I'm not the most technologically knowledgeable person on the planet, but I know how to use this computer. Here I'm gonna bring up this Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> And you see this spreadsheet right here with that pivot table? It's just Arm and Hammer again. Yeah. Just how I like it. <laughs> Famed actor Army Hammer from The Social Network and The Man from Uncle. <laughs> End of movie list. <laughs> and we're going to get to Army Hammer. Oh, yeah. Don't think we're not going to end this one. We're, we're going we're gonna dive real deep into Armor Hammer. So once once we put away, once we bury the dead. Now uh-huh. we we're not supposed to bury the dead, but we bury it at the cathedral. And we dig we dig a hole and uh-huh. we cry. We say, well, we dug this big hole, so uh-huh. you have to put your body there. Yeah. So once we bury the person, uh-huh. um, and after like after we bury them, and after we've man- managed to fight off the loved ones who are physically assaulting us. Yeah. And yeah. you're so emotional at this point. You try to jump in the casket and you say, "I love this person forever." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that never. I can tell as soon as you open the casket and you go, "Pu." Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I always forget about that. Like, part. I'm like, I'm like, oh, Gus, you're not gonna like the smell in your life, but I love them. This is my boyfriend. I love him forever. And I always forget go, about the smell. And you go, "Pu" or "I caramba," and then it <laughs> yeah. just it immediately bums everyone out. It immediately bums everyone out. Uh, I do get ahead of myself, but my heart is in the right place. Yeah. My heart is in the right place. And that's, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. As you're getting hit with a shoe, you're you're very calmly saying, my heart is in the right place. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But at some point, at some point, you got to tuck it in and, and call it a night. So it's 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 almost sad, but it's kind of sweet because I feel like when when I'm turning in for the night, I, I can look back to everything we've done and think, "Hey, I think I think we did all right. <laughs> I think we made the world a better place. <laughs> we did. Yeah. I mean, I, we're, we're forging Mark into a new man. Yeah. We are we are broadening the 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 the, the business models of our mm-hmm. local Thai restaurant. Yep. And we are getting grieving families closer together. Absolutely. And I, I, I like to rest my head. I get an Uber and I put it from Liberty Station in San Diego and I get it all the way. I, I, I say my destination is the Space Needle. Uh-huh. And so I get an Uber that's taken me a good 15-hour drive. Yeah, it's so I can distant. get some shut-eye. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh yeah. And I say, hey, smallest car. Mm-hmm. Give me the smallest car. You wanna you wanna get like tuckered in. You wanna really really I get it like a be, tucked in there. Yeah, I want it to feel like I'm in a coffin. Oh. And I say, and I tell them, I, I get right near their ear and I say, if you ever try to get me out of your car, I will kill you on this freeway. Mm-hmm. I will kill you myself. If you call a loved one and tell them that you're kidnapped, I will kill your family. And you have yet to be kicked out, so Ab- I, it's yeah. apparently working. Hey, you know what? It's working for you. You know what? Strong negotiation, mm-hmm. right? You got you to make sure that you're the one 
who's on the who has the high ground. Yep. And I don't I don't think there's a even a higher ground right. than death threats. Absolutely. Never speak first. No, no. In a negotiation, mm-hmm. but always speak last. Yeah, so speak last in death threats. So when they say, "Hey, I'm Ray. I'm your Uber driver. Are you are you Red?" And then you say, "I'll kill you if you ever say my name again. And if you kick me out of this car, I'll kill you and I'll kill your family." Mm-hmm. And then and then I just I duct tape their mouth because mm. I don't even want to give them the option of beating me in negotiation. You don't you don't need a mouth to drive. And then it's shut eye. Yep. And I, I, I always say I say, hey, what podcast you want to listen to? <laughs> yeah. You know, because once you get past all that, you say, hey, look, you, you know bonded. What? Yeah, we're fun now. We're friends. Look, I'll pay halvesies on gas, but like. You know, if you look, if you if you tell your family where you're going, or if Mm. you kick me out, I will kill. I will kill you. But Mm. at the end of the day, hey, what do you want to listen to? You're the one driving. Be a courteous road trip person. That's what I'll say. You gotta you gotta set the stage early. You gotta when you're when you're negotiating for what you want through the entire ride. You gotta you gotta clear it up early. You gotta make it happen early. So yeah. that after that, it's smooth sailing. Big dog's got to be there. Big dog's got to piss first. Mm-hmm. Right? You got to claim that territory. And yep. once it's there, you can you can go ahead and sleep in your piss. Yep. Because you know no one's going to piss on you. That, that ain't no piss like Red's piss. If My piss, my piss, mm. three-inch diameter comes out thick as hell with chunks. Thicker, so, thicker. Uh, uh, has a, a bigger diameter than the, the length of his penis before it was blown off. <laughs> My piss comes out like sourdough bread. It's again. It's just like a like a like a steady stream of like a shotgun blast. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen sh- sourdough bread shot out of a hose consistently? I have. Fresh because baked, I seen red take a piss. Fresh baked sourdough bread shooting out uh-huh. of a sawed off shotgun. That's what I got. Mm. So if I'm pissing in your in your car, guess what? You got fresh bread, but don't even think about trying to match. Your piss with my piss because my piss is thick. Mm. Your piss is is dog shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my Saturday night. I think I think it's a beautiful way to cap it off for me. I'm a I'm a simple man. I just uh, at this point I've just run as fast as I could <laughs> from the, the the cathedral. You're still a a, a pre costume Spider Man. I'm still pre costume, <laughs> and I still feel uh, I still feel very acrobatic. So I just once I've I've stopped running yep. and I've caught my breath, I just gather my my whereabouts and I get an idea of okay, what storefront is this? Yeah, is it a, is it a coffee shop? It's is a, it a bakery? It's easy to get lost in Liberty. It really is. So yeah. I just look, I just look at go to the nearest window. Yeah, break it. Yeah, just jump right in and I just fall asleep in the floor <laughs> at whatever store I'm in, and I am woken up to the screaming of whoever is opening that store the next day. Yep. And that's well. That's when I begin my Sunday, and that's a, just a day of faith and reflection. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. So here, here's a here's a song about a fun country Saturday night.